0: So what we often say, like, (laughs) humans are still going to have, like, certain skills that AI can't do. I'm a little skeptical. I don't know how long, though. That's 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 me, too. So I'm just curious from your guys' perspectives, what are those things?
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization show. The home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on all around us and explore the disruptive convergence of technology, business, and people. Here are your hosts, Ira Wolf and Jason Cochran.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. This is a very special episode, and I'm thrilled to have you with us as part of Googleization Nation. For this episode, I want you to imagine four podcast co hosts walking into a bar. But this is no joke and no ordinary meetup. My co host, Jason Cochran, and I teamed up with the most dangerous duo of Chad and Cheese, Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman, for the very first time. We knew this was a rare opportunity and we weren't about to let it slip away. So we plugged in our microphones and recorded our conversation. Trust us, you won't want to miss a single minute of this epic episode. Get ready to dive in and discover what can happen when these four podcasters come together to reimagine the future of work. It's time to buckle up. Enjoy.
0: Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about? So, what was the talk at Unleash? What What were some of the hot topics that you guys were talking about with that leaders?
3: Build, buy, or partner was one of the things that we talked about because of all, everything that's happening in tech. Chat GPT, I mean, all that fun stuff. So that was one of the things that we talked about. But I mean, we literally did ten plus interviews. So pick a topic. Yeah, I mean, I
4: think if there were themes uh, at the, so we have a dichotomy of. Your knowledge workers are getting laid off to a certain degree, tech workers, uh, which I think is inevitably gonna be a good thing because they'll all start companies that hire a bunch of people and get a bunch of money. So mm-hmm. I think that's inevitably gonna be a good thing. And then you have still a, a high level of, of uh, stress around seasonal, hourly, frontline type workers. And their, their stress is automation and how quickly and do we automate many of the jobs of the frontline workers? So I think if if you looked at for me, like a trend was looking at knowledge base and the challenges they're having, as well as the frontline workers and the trends on that side of the aisle as well. In addition to that, uh, we still have a war in Europe. Uh, We have mounting tensions globally. We have an election coming up next year. So a lot of things going on in the fringes that are impacting impacting, impacting hiring
3: layers shall we say yes layers it's
4: an onion that we peel <laughs> back <laughs> so, and so it
3: what, makes you cry every time you it peel cry, it back
2: yes. so what what's it what was the general mood i mean are are were, were people still holding back i mean is it fearful where the the economy is going to go uh or is it hey we're going to take a step back but after that we're going to have a, a big opportunity
4: i feel largely like we're in a bubble like we're hearing about inflation, we're hearing about all these things sort of, of macroeconomics that are, that are struggling. And we keep hearing but we're recession. we're still hiring like a mother. I yeah. mean, we are still, we're not investing in companies in our space as much, but we, we don't stop hearing about people still need people to serve food, to take care of patients, to uh, st- you know, store warehouse goods and services and deliver them to people. Like at a very basic level, Employment is really strong while we hear so much in the news that things are going wrong. So hopefully that continues. Yeah. But so, I think I think uh, a lack
3: us. of funding is good, though, because we had way too we had we had a sugar oh, rush drunken. on on funding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, there was so they, we, we they, it was horrible. Right now, I think we're going to get an opportunity to see these startups actually perform or get eaten up or just die, which is exactly what we need. We had way too many startups, too much noise, too much out there that needs to be filtered.
2: But is HR tech kind of lost in the tech bubble or the tech collapse, Uh, you know, in the technology industry? But the reality is, as you said, I mean, there's a shortage of people. Um, There is no out, uh, you know, most people m- most people don't know this, but, you know, up until for the last 40 years, we've had 2 million new bodies, not qualified bodies, but 2 million new people, <laughs> millennials, baby boomers, even Gen X, come into the workforce every single year. Yeah. Uh, and we had immigration on top of that. For the next 20 years, we're going to have less than 500,000 new people from... Uh, Gen Z and Alpha and no immigration. So there there literally is no people coming into the workforce to replace this. So we are going to continue to have shortages. But HR tech seems to still be focused on the old practices and falls into the tech bubble. What happens? Isn't this an opportunity, though, to kind of disrupt and transform where we're headed, how we're going to deal with people? New opportunity. But their heads are still stuck up their butts.
4: <laughs> I got four words for you, Ira chat gpt uh if there was one theme at the conference <laughs> i think one of those was, was an acronym but go ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey, hey. i was i was digging into my inner uh living color <laughs> from back in the day um chat gpt ai all these things are going to disrupt what we're going to do it's going to disrupt companies that currently do what chat GPT or other AI uh, technologies can do. It's going to disrupt a ton of companies, create a bunch of new companies, um, and, and we're going to have a good time talking about all of those for sure.
0: And with chat GPT is auto GPT now. It's like, what could possibly top chat GPT? Now it's auto oh, GPT, just which is basically
3: watch.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: like here, yeah. here's the project I want you to work on, crazy. you put in the parameters and then it goes and does it. And I heard this crazy story Nightmare scenario with it that just happened to somebody. They put a project in front of chat or at, uh, Auto GPT. Uh-huh. It ran into a wall, a problem that it couldn't solve. Mm-hmm. So what does it do? Kills all, like all the people. Kills all the people. That's right. It starts the AI apocalypse. Kill kills everybody. <laughs> everybody. If you're listening to the show, you're one of the few ICBM remnants of humanity that's left seek refuge in indianapolis indiana that's the only reason we're surviving indianapolis is a refuge no it actually that's hilarious it actually went out and it tried to secure a contract with somebody on task rabbit who had expertise to solve the specific problem it couldn't solve so it posed as it's human and was negotiating a contract with this person the task rabbit contractor sends the contract over To the human and the human's like what is this what's going on here and it unpeeled the layers and realized auto is running (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) well dovetailing on that there was uh, there was another
2: one is what happens when uh, a piece of chat gpt is based on all the information that's out there so it reads an economics book and it reads reads a psychology oh, great. book. Just what we need. And, and it we reads a try, psychology book. We should double
3: book. down on trickle down economics. Yeah. And,
2: well, it, re- it reads about economics and it reads a b- and finance and yes. it reads about Milton beha- Friedman or some it, stupid and kid behavioral like that, yeah. behaviors, uh-huh. uh, psychology. Uh, so now it can negotiate with you, based on your public profile. <laughs> so, I mean, you have all this. It looks at all your feeds, how, how you behave, how you respond to things. What's your outlook? So, and it's, so think it,
4: about that in our space, right? AI will be able to look at your profile, where you've worked in before, where you've worked before, what your title was, what the average salary of that title is based on the years that you were there, yeah. and come up with some sort of a salary that it thinks you'll be taking. Because of your past. It won't happen. Or, or because, how about interviewing? Because you?
3: salary transparency is going to get rid of all of that. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a non-starter. Carry but, on.
2: But how about inter- just interviewing you? <laughs> yeah. I mean it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot smarter than a lot of people who yeah. are but in. it may come up with a salary
4: based
3: on the an standardization, aggregate. Well to, that, that makes, yeah, sense. That makes but, sense. But right. but yeah, but it has to also take a look at all the uh people that you're currently employing so yeah i mean they, they, it could happen there's no question but back to your original question until hr gets a fucking spine a spine and learns that business is what runs everything that they do right? right what what they're looking at every day is oh wait a minute my whole life is predicated on this new opening or onboarding or, or what have you right no if you understand the actual businesses that you serve, sales, marketing, you can talk to the C- CEO and CTO about their business. Then you can get more budget. Why? Because they understand that without you right now, before ChatGPT, right now, they need people to ideate, to create pro- to create product, to sell product, to serve customer customers. service right. product, to be able to to be able to expand wallet share right? To do any of that, you need people. HR, the limpest of all departments, they go into the corner, they put their thumb in their mouth, and they get in the fetal position. We need to be stronger.
0: Were you hearing any cool stories? Less limp, that's right. Were you hearing any cool stories how chat GPT is being used by HR leaders currently? HR Terrible leaders,
3: leash. not as much as as staffing organizations and startups we see yeah. because they're more innovative and they're not afraid. Once again, HR and TA, for the most part, they're afraid because they might, you know, trip over some compliance like trip wires that might be there. The rest of the, the everybody else is out and they're out in force using it.
4: Yeah. And to add on that, I think. Uh, Writing job descriptions is an easy one. We're seeing vendors integrate that into their solutions. We're seeing some of the, the basic sourcing, the first contact, if you will, of candidates being automated, um, rejection letters, things that you would normally do content wise are being, um, automated by chat TPT. And a lot of it is just not even just vendors doing it, but just people on their own are figuring out where to go, what to put in, uh, how it works. I mean, this thing has what more users than anything else that came before it in a shortened period of time. So a lot of people are using this and, and messing around with it and coming up with their own solutions. I think also interestingly, Chad and I have talked about on our, on our show, How job seekers are being creative around chat GPT and creating profiles and replying to tons of jobs and passing pre-screening questions based on chat GPT um, passing tests full pre-screening tests, tests. actual copy tests like actual writing copy that's doing better than most of the applicants that are humans.
0: Well, I mean, it counts on your resume if you can write the prompt, right? You can Exa- engineer right. the prompt, that's prompt for me, I mean, that that's it's right. real, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the fastest growing yeah. profession. Yeah. But, but the thing that you mentioned there, I, I still remember so many times Kevin Grossman, who's a friend of ours in Canada experience, would talk about how many times people would apply and then they never hear anything back. So at least with AI, it's like, are you actually getting a rejection letter letting you know? That's a huge step forward right? To actually get some Which kind of communication sad. back. Which is sad. It but is it's actually getting done. It is Because
3: sad. Because we, we, the, the problem is that, and again, this goes back to the, the Ira's initial question around HR. We have never been able to scale past the resume and the fax machine. As soon as we were able to start getting resumes electronically, couldn't scale since. We have not been able able to scale since hence all of these these black uh, black holes that exist so
2: so if we go back three years the the, the pandemic revealed all the vulnerabilities of a company and then it created opportunity realizing what remote work could look like yeah. the technology people were unprepared so chat gpt and a and jace and just ai in general because now it put it into our hands didn't it just roll pull back i mean just pulled off the band-aid Exposed all the vulnerabilities of of HR because we're I've been in HR for 27 years, but you know ran, been in business for 40 years. And you've and only been was, in therapy for 25 <laughs> for <those> 27 years. <laughs> for, for all for 45. <laughs> <laughs> the, the challenge is is that we're still talking about people faking resumes, and this just put it on steroids.
4: This is when Chad goes into his Web 3. Uh, yes. CV yes.
2: Wallet. Uh, says Watch, it, yes. Out, right. Watch out, baby. Watch out. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's the transition where where people were saying, well, okay, we're, we're trying to digest chat GPT. We're trying to figure this out. Just give us yeah. time. We're going to think about it. Yeah. We're going to put it on next year's strategic plan.
3: It, it, tech is moving so fast, you can't put it in next year's anything. It has to be next week's conversation. And, and again... Going back to the HR is so slow and so spineless, we've got to be able to react. We've got to be more nimble. And I'll I'll revert back to one of the, the in, uh, interviews that we had with Jeff Lackey, who used to be over all of C- CVS hiring. 90% of his budget came from other departments because he went back out to them with business cases and said, look, wait, you want those salespeople to get hired? You want those customer service? You want this, that? we need funding. We don't have enough funding to be able to sustain. So your top five positions right now for us is your top one, maybe half position. So if you can fund us, then maybe we can talk. So he went back to the business to talk about these things, right? We need to think about HR in an entirely different way and we need to be more nimble. He was nimble and he taught his team how to be nimble. We have to.
4: You know, our, our, I joke on the podcast about one day we'll have robots interviewing robots. He's really not and, joking. And no one, <laughs> no one will see anyone until they show up for the first day of work. And right. we're we're sadly going to a time where job seekers either. are automating, companies are automating, and uh, robots are interviewing robots. Yeah. But you
0: guys brought up a perfect use case for NFTs, right? The non fungible tokens. Like so many times, I'm a big proponent. I'm on the bandwagon with you on Web3, uh-huh. but so many times the detractors would be like, NFTs, there's no use case for them. Just as we- long as you
3: don't call them NFTs, I think you're you're <laughs> right. okay, right? Yeah. Just like you don't call it blockchain, right? You don't call it blockchain, you know, you're like, crypto. oh, okay, right. I'm okay with that, right? It's yeah. like, here's a product, here's what the product does. Oh, that's cool. It's NFTs and it's blockchain. Oh, wait a minute, give me away from that thing. Yeah.
0: Right. But I mean, the use case, you just brought it up is, it's gonna be really easy for people to fake things yeah. that they contributed towards their experience and stuff like that with yep. AI. Yep. So there's gotta be like proof of authenticity of the things yep. that you actually contributed toward. And then also, you can't have guys like Joel that are trying to pose as Drake coming up with music <laughs> that sounds exactly <laughs> like Drake. Gotcha. Uh, you know, So there's gotta be this proof of authenticity on the artistic side of things too with what's being done. Fortunately, developed. I was
4: born to look like Drake. So the voice <laughs> isn't do. that big of a, of a leap for me. So let's get into this. LinkedIn has recently partnered with Clear to verify profiles. Did you do so it, by does the that way?
3: Mean, does that mean I can get on my air? My, my, my I'm not looking for faster. a job, <laughs> so
4: I don't really give a shit. Uh, but <laughs> some people, some people. Do. So are you are you bullish, bearish, hold on LinkedIn verifying profiles through Clear? Yeah, I don't
0: trust them, and it's
4: because I don't have any. That's stock a bearish. On I'm guessing it's selfish. You're selling. Bearish. You're selling LinkedIn. Okay. How about uh, what about you, Ira? What do you think using LinkedIn? For, to verify well, clear? And they're, and they're Profile clear. verification through blockchain and or LinkedIn slash clear. What else is out there? Anything? Well, I, I think that's the direction,
2: but it goes back to we have no guardrails in place. Yes. So so part of it is is utilizing that to verify it to make sure people are actually who they are. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. I mean, when it goes back sure. to what we were just talking about with resumes. It was just the Do real you have your blue, blue check, Ira?
1: Do you have I, your blue check? I Do all right. There you go. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it means nothing.
4: Mean he submitted <laughs> his ID to, to Elon Musk. So no, it means something. <laughs> means <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I went through the LinkedIn but, process. Right. That's why I'm. But, that's why. But I'm there's no guard. On. We're but going no. towards a blue check ecosystem. But there's no guard. But there's no guardrails. I'm not saying Twitter. But people are going to need some sort of verification. I think yes. well, going forward, whether so it's blockchain, whether it's I, NFT, I whether think it's the
3: guardrails, come in with. Europe. Because Europe is actually setting the stage for the entire world for a lot of this technology with, right. with garrails. GDPR was and, and what from what we're hearing, it was really just a mechanism to slow the American machine down mm-hmm. because we were so mm-hmm. far ahead of Europe. And now we have to think about oh shit, if we want to sell things in Europe, pretty pretty large, you know, markets <laughs> with forty four plus countries. So how do you what do you think about that compliance guardrails? Do you think that Europe is really going to lead the way, since the U.S. is really just focused on cash as opposed to how it treats people?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure leading the way is the solution because we're still globalized. I mean, there's still comp- there's countries that aren't going to participate. There's businesses that aren't thinking. Yeah, participate. but if some, and, and well, how do you do, do if, with an enterprise company? Let's Have, say
3: Germany. Let's say Germany does the biggest GDP in. why don't you pick Germany? The biggest the biggest, right? the biggest the biggest the biggest gdp no offense, in Rapskeller, europe we love and we're here at the Raskeller drinking german beer Busts. anyway anyway if one of those countries does it it's much like california putting in putting in um regulation right the rest of the country really has to fall in line right well we, we all
0: know that reddit is the 100 source of all truth <laughs>
3: <laughs> and what i saw on reddit you didn't know joel was q did you <laughs> oh, you
0: he's an on
4: <laughs>
0: you guys are famous yeah. but yeah on on reddit they were talking about this subject and what was really fascinating about it was how many users of chat gpt have said that basically the governor has been put on chat gpt already they'll put in the same types of questions or prompts uh-huh. and it'll give a response like i'm not qualified to answer that question or to put some kind of a disclaimer <laughs> out there, and it won't actually answer it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we are kind of in this weird space of we do want it to advance. We want it to be able to help us innovate and create new product services, solve problems. But then we also have this problem of, yeah, is it going too fast where it's invading privacy? Or is it stepping beyond its bounds of what it actually has competence in? Is it actually fabricating and creating oh, false information definitely
3: fabricating right <laughs> yeah
0: you can create the
2: regulations and the compliance and the guardrails mm-hmm. but then you have China and Russia so how do you how do you force enforce compliance you stop
3: them doing business in your country that's how you do it that's the only way that you can that's the only way you can force China or Russia right. to do anything that you want them to do is ban tiktok chuck <laughs> is is choke off the cash that's it that's it, Band but you're talk, you talk. Um. Well, oh, you talk
2: about no backbone. You've got yes. Congress. <laughs> I mean, when they're when they're trying to figure out how Facebook still makes money. Yes, and don't realize they changed their name and they have a no new business model. Yes, so
3: I think they might go back to Facebook. By the way. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Someone from the audience brought up a good a good question. <laughs> <laughs> does, does, yes. does all that this does all this confusion and <laughs> ID ID verification lead us back to a time where we just hire who we know, like personal friendships, contacts, who knows who, which throws in a whole other diversity, inclusion, and equity yeah. challenge uh, to that. But do we go back to who we know? Like we don't know what the bots are telling me. What is AI telling me? I'm just going to hire the dude I went to school with, and they know somebody that, that wants to be an, an intern.
0: Then organizations have better hire people that are is really well-connected. Is it still not what you know? It's like who you, know. you Like you. What about me? Like you guys. They need to hire people like you guys. It yeah, knows everybody in the dudes, industry. Yeah. So get a podcast. <laughs> Middle-aged
1: white yeah, for, dudes, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah for it, for
3: it, white dudes. It could be. <laughs> it, I mean, that, that could be the fallback position, but I don't think that's ever the answer. And, and, and most of these com- companies are making record profits. And for them to say that I can't efficiently go after, use the money that you have, go diversify your workforce, and then build from there. One of the things that we did, don't want to get too political, but back in the 80s, is we started cutting off funding from Uh, employers putting money back into their employees. Trickle down economics, we were like, hey, here's all these tax cuts, you're gonna put it back in the market, which they, they never really did. Instead, right, back then they were incentivized to drive and build talent pipelines within their own organization. Today we don't do that, we talk about talent pipelines, there's no company that has a talent pipeline that exists, very few, put it that way, right? So we need to get back to actually building talent pipelines within our communities and then our then our companies start to look what our communities look like, right? And I mean that it, whether it's policing whether it's just Fortune 500 companies, we need to get back to that. And when we stop focusing on quote-unquote shareholder value and we focus on the long-term existence of an organization, then then I think we, you know, then I think we have something.
2: Going back to your question, Joel. Yep. It, is it do we move back toward human connections of who we know because we're comfortable with it? Oh, yeah. But it wasn't very good before. I mean, we, we hired people that we were comfortable with, and, yeah. and we, we knew we, we got what we got, but it was a low common denominator. Yes. And just as over the last three years, we've talked about how it we can't build relationships. You can't build cultures through a screen. Yeah because yeah. there's no serendipity, that there's we, no creativity, but that's only because most people don't have the ability to do it. Yeah. So yeah. part of it is, is we re, do companies revert back to that just as they are now, is bring everybody back to the office? Because that's the only place you can have innovation. There we growth, go. Serendipity. Yep. Have,
3: you, have, you seen, have you seen the new Upwork commercial? Of course. Okay, so the the zombie grandpa who can't die because he's afraid of his company going under because all he could do is hire his kids and his grandkids, and they were. For yeah. talent, yeah. but then he third, went, gen- then third he generation to, businesses. Yeah, then he goes. Right? To, then he goes to Upwork, and he's like, "I've got all these talented people all over the world." Right? Yep. That's yep. exactly what Iris yep. is talking about. So, <laughs> I mean,
2: we keep going back to this lowest common denominator. What we're comfortable with going yeah. back to normal, which yeah. we can't do because it wasn't very good before. So the whole well, we hiring process—we have
4: CEO after CEO talking about we need to go back to what it was. We need to go back to the office. We need to go back to a—that's because they're all old culture. white dudes. <laughs> and they all, and they and most of them have ownership in commercial real estate, which is a, a side issue. But <laughs> where are you with Could be remote hybrid? Get your ass back in the office. Where where do we go from here? All of the above, and
2: well, that that's actually it's one of the parts we talk about. So we. We're, I, the conversations we're, we're talking about it in the wrong context. It's not about hybrid, in-office or, or remote. It's about flexible. Is right. people want flexibility? Autonomy. They're, they're not and yep. flexibility. Yeah. So they're not opposed to coming back to the office. When you come back to the office, come back to the office because there's a purpose to come back to the office because it's the absolutely the absolute only place where we can function or do something. But just. But I I spoke last week and two weeks ago in Missouri. And one of the people shared to us, she said, you know, I went into an office yesterday and walked down the corridor. And there were 10 offices. It was was a marketing, HR kind of business area. Uh And no one was there. And she walks down the office and she hears voices. And all the doors were just marginally cracked. And everybody was talking in their offices. To them, to each other on Zoom. So they were in an office <laughs> on a screen call, <laughs> sitting at their desk, talking to each other. There is no reason in the world to say I had to hire child, I had to find childcare, I had to leave somebody, I had to commute an hour and a half yeah. to come to this meeting to sit in my office to talk to somebody in the next office because everybody talked through a screen because everybody was busy and they don't have to pay a hundred percent attention. But if there was a reason to come back there, there was a really, I think this is a brilliant model, and it's from Cushman and Wakefield. Uh, and we just talked to, we just interviewed uh, Brian Bertholdt a couple weeks ago on it. And, it. and they have a model called experience per square foot. And it looked at productivity was number one. Uh-huh. They looked at the productivity of people wherever they are. It looked at collaboration. It looked at employee well-being. Uh, it looked at community uh, and it looked at communication. So those were the five metrics, and they put it into this measurement of experience per square foot. And they said, where where is it the highest r- value number? The yep. highest value num- delivered. You know, my brain what, hurts. Wait, no, where my they're brain playing hurts. Juice
3: Newton, Morning Angel. That's where the experience. <laughs> yeah, that's is where best. I want to work. That's, that's, right. the, that's the soundtrack yeah. so, of this. So podcast part of it, I mean, it's
2: it's an interesting model, and it puts it in a different perspective. But where do, where does that happen? And that's the problem of thinking are people more productive in the office or remote or hybrid and it, it still mounts to flexibility is what because even the four day work week which yeah. is, you know now regenerated for the 15th
4: time so the four I day work week I still wear my khakis on Friday yeah. no matter what <laughs> <laughs> casual Friday
2: that's not very they productive they still have wing juice on this. <laughs> they still that, have the pleats that's very f- that go not, all the way down yeah, anyway. that's not flexible for people who have they have a, a, a a working spouse and they have to be in the office tuesday so do i have to be in the office tuesday we have to find childcare for one day
3: yeah that's dumb that
2: that's not flexible which means you piss somebody off and they don't want to do it so what's flexibility how how do you create flexibility and that goes back to hr and their alignment or business and their alignment with hr what's the measure what are you trying to accomplish how do you measure productivity communication collaboration Employee well-being. How do you put all that stuff into a mix?
4: So, am I hearing you say work, work from like going back to the office is bullshit? The story you just told.
2: No, the story you just told was it's bullshit. If it's a mandate, it is. Because when is it not? Companies need metrics. They need the right. Why, why are you bringing people back? What's the purpose of bringing people back to the office? What metric does that
4: work favorably?
2: Right. What, what what can you accomplish? What are you going to accomplish by bringing people back to the office, mandating it, that you can't accomplish if they work somewhere we, else?
3: We shouldn't be... Fo- okay, so first and foremost, Henry Ford came out with the 40-hour week in the 1920s, okay? That's still where we're at. We're focusing on the amount of time that we're taking or that we're quote-unquote giving as opposed to the outcomes. I don't give if and and I didn't care when I was building teams if it took me twenty hours to get to the actual project you know timeline or not it, it didn't matter and when we start to get into that old nineteen twenties nine mindset of right. the oh we've got to be we've got to be there and this is manufacturing we're most of us aren't in manufacturing now because America doesn't make shit so now. 40 hours a week doesn't mean anything. Okay, so, so here's, here's the tie. So it's not only that, it's,
2: it's not only when people, flexibility yeah. is not only where people work, it's about when they work mm-hmm. and right. what are they doing when they're working. And how much they get paid. Right, and, but I can't tell you how many times that we talk about flexibility also comes about when people get paid. So pay, day oh, yeah. Yeah. pay. Going back, you have hourly workers, you have senior leaders. He's flipped it who, on us. You yeah. see that? Who, who's,
4: who's senior <laughs> leaders? They went from Juice Newton to Smokey Robinson. I'm, I'm a little bit out of my element. Right I'm a little confused.
3: <laughs> it's a Rathskiller playlist, <laughs> by the way, guys. Yeah.
2: So we, we you have This pe- Hasselhoff, come on. Jeez. <laughs> so we have people, by the, by the way, when we talk about day pay, Getting paid, you know, hey, I worked three days, but I've got a bill. I've got to go to the emergency are room. Are we in I favor day card. pay? Yeah. Oh, yes. Everyone. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. yeah. yeah. And, sure. it, it'll never work because obviously <laughs> it doesn't work for Fiverr <laughs> and not work. And, and since <laughs> all the banks are basically yeah. we love being demolished. it we'll not yeah, so so how That's not how the cashless society works either, all your tradespeople. Is that the objection I hear with that is that, oh, we asked our payroll company to do it, and they say they can't or we ask our bookkeeper and it'll mess up, or we ask our managers and it'll mess up our accounting. Okay. So the problem is, is that there is a demand for it, there's a purpose to it, there's, there's a reason that you can attract and retain employees if you offer that type of pay that, yeah. hey, I've worked a week, why don't I have to work another week because I'm all stressed out and I don't have money to, pay my, my, to get my car out of the garage, I don't have time to take my kid to the doctor because I need cash. Yeah because the payroll system or the accounting system or the managers don't allow it to happen. Or cash flow, yeah. So we keep going back to there are solutions out there that have been around for five, 10 years <laughs> that companies just trip over their feet with policies and administration is go find another payroll company. Go find, figure it out. Yeah. But if, if, you, if we're giving you a way that will attract and retain people and, and say, hey, the only reason I'm going to work for you is because I can get paid by the day. I don't have to wait two weeks to buy groceries for my family or to pay right. or get my landlord off my back because I can get the, the money right. that, that I put in and earned already. And somebody comes up with the brainy idea is we can't do it because our HRRS system doesn't do it. Our payroll company says we can't do it. Our, our CFO says we can't do it. Get rid of them. Yeah. Change it
3: fire them
0: yeah and get one that Green has brain. bitcoin reserves i mean so that you, you know, know that for, they have the for liquidity the last
2: six years, i mean you guys talk about ta all the time i i Didn't the crypto that space. king just say something
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
0: sorry sorry you know the other p- part of this too we're talking about the money side of it and where people work is when people work and yahoo just had a fascinating report that came out on millennials and gen z's you know what the new nine to five preferred working hours are for millennials and gen Z? 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. Sign me up.
4: More shocking is Yahoo still has flat breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> right? Breaking news. For you Yahoo. heard that first, Yahoo. That's right. Yeah.
0: Looking for a sponsor. But, yeah, that absolutely just floored me that, like, th- the other part of this freedom is not just where you work but when you work and that there's a lot of people that, it based on their schedule. It
3: matter. That's what we need to get down to. Right. It is like, look, if I have goals I have to hit, right? Right. If I hit those goals – It doesn't matter when I work, how I worked. If I was at the strip club down the street, for God's sakes, I got done, right? If I'm coding while I'm having, you know, prime rib with with cherry, it's okay.
0: That's right. Well, I think that's what this report was showing was that there needs to be that flexibility. Like if that's when they're saying those are their productive hours when they deliver the most value for the company and it works best in their schedule,
3: why not? It's it, weird. They were like doing a rager, and then they went straight to work after the, <laughs> the same arguments
2: going after the shift. Is, is that hey we can't find somebody to. We don't have enough nurses, the healthcare. I came from healthcare background. Yeah. So we don't have enough nurses, we don't have enough staffing, and we have a 7 to 3, a 3 to 11, but you do have people that can work Played from 11 hours. to 6 From 11 That's to 6. But the, That's then bullshit. the problem That's still, still goes <laughs> back to, right. but how do we do the accounting? That. My that are that kind of food.
3: Right. These
2: the are party. literally we conversations
3: that I've heard. They're all hourly anyway. It doesn't matter because. It does matter. It's paid on hours, ironically. It's how they scheduled. It goes back to. Well, but it goes back
2: to what you said. <laughs> right. It's their policy <laughs> is that. because my
3: pterodactyl hours wouldn't hours eat, hours eat that kind of food. Right. Right. We, have we have I a work template that says
2: 7 three three to 3. eight to 11. <laughs> and the fact, <laughs> fact is that we we'll get a new template. By the way, when I retire. And I go, get well, we check with cherry, our HRSs. It doesn't allow that.
3: Hours are hours. It's one thing that hasn't changed during this entire workday. Hours are hours. This thing I heard is the club should that be open
0: 24
1: hours. <laughs> 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 were there any
0: fears around uh, the so second bank the collapse problem. with uh, First Republic? Yeah. When you're out Here's the biggest
1: problem. Here's
3: the biggest problem, even before we get to unleash. The biggest, problem. Problem, like problem. Problem. The biggest the problem, problem was we were starting to come out of out this, of like Joel was talking about, like this bubble. We are starting to come out of this kind of like pensive, like do we spend money bubble. Like and then SIP froze all this fucking ice back in the water, which was getting nice and cozy, right? We're getting in the hot tub. It was feeling good. It was warming up. The bubbles were going. And boom, they threw ice. The motherfucker. Uh, the so unions, we're, we're in that, we're in that Obama. now, rewarming
0: Jamie Diamond's feeling really good about getting First Republic on a pretty cheap basis with all the protection He's from the FDIC. So yeah. Still the smarts guy. Get back in the office. Until he opens his
4: Get back in the office. Until he mandates everybody back. morale will not improve. Him and DJ Saul. meetings will continue until morale improves. Yeah.
3: No, I mean, uh, Unleash was. I mean, it was it was a big show. Third year, like, oh, yeah, that was a big big
4: expo. Third year, expo hard year hard. Like, yeah. yeah, that was yeah, that was only.
3: Yeah, we got that's right. coming. So, to it was big, executives. yeah, and then we've got right. Recfest that's coming to so, I mean, America this year, right? Just, so I mean, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of growth. For, it's just can we keep the ice of these, out of the water long enough for, you know, uh, for some of these funders and some, really and, some just, and some of these and
1: some of these you we're know uh,
3: to startups ready? to be able to really I just explode. So. Were, were not there not any not Web
0: three companies there?
3: there? I, think there was I don't think there so. <laughs> Joel's over here. I think there was, He's there was got a, a story. There was. <laughs> an there was that one that actually did it in a uh, UK. So an announcement that Richard week, and, and that's Beverly CV Wallet. That's out of the, the UK. So Indeed. Richard and Beverly now, Collins are actually sold a company. But it is now uh, it's a getting into Web three. CV, but it is well, uh, it's yeah. a portable CV, which allows all of the CV, credentialing, all of which, allows, text, yeah. all of that which allows text, yeah, all of that which allows all of the credentialing, um, all of the background checks a background background check, check that actually company. stays with it's me. On me. On me. It's a background right? check on me, right? So I get to company. keep that it's as a as background check on me, right? So I get to keep that as a background check on me. I see this is is an evolution. Solution, we'll see if we can actually sure get adoption. It adoption it does. With that. So does it support NFTs? It I'm sure it does. Yes. So was there? So
2: if there weren't vendors there, were there was there, there conversation
0: about Web
3: three?
1: I think.
4: We're still focused yeah, on how do we th- I mean, get out of this mess. But Chat GPT shadow. Yes.
1: Yes.
3: But here's the thing, though. we got to remember how much did we talk about cloud computing? We did just for a minute, there, it was like, it oh, this is the coolest to the thing in because the world, and then it just wasn't there, but it took over the world because it's actually kind of like a white-labeled solution that's happening behind the scenes, it it right? Some some same. I'd see the same tech. thing happening with Web3. It could tech. power some amazing, amazing tech, but it's not something we're talking about. It's
0: fascinating right now. Like Web3 was really big on Steam, and, and then AI came on the scene. Like you said, Jolt's like run it. Kind of just. They yeah. sneeze. And they and they they everyone's called Associate.
4: Yes. They sneeze. Everyone's called yeah. Associate. So, they're sort of. They they Guilty by association. Free, free, and I fear that Web3, blockchain, crypto, NFTs, like, do they all get lumped in the same thing? Be careful, don't touch. I think mean, it's a long and game all careful, uh, right a a long where game all know, this stuff plays anything. out. But for right now, I think there's a lot of fear and certainly a doubt around anything uh, there's blockchain, crypto, NFTs. So is it not happening right now? There's not a massive... So is it not happening right now?
2: Or is it just that people are
4: let's uh, lay low. If you get it's into this, capital. like I mean, your uh, CV wallet, it's the long game. I mean, it's, you're, you're right. not flipping this thing in 24 months. It's, just it's fine. the Somebody's long gonna game gonna as far it. as, as I'm
3: concerned. That's the thing. Because everybody,
1: everybody Somebody's wants to, everybody going to want to buy it. That's, a That's the thing.
3: Because everybody and wants to, everybody wants to do a resume decades And we've been bitching about it.
4: This is just another company I can buy and sell. and acquire. Is it, is it, Possible. Blockchain. Is they're it gonna, have above to, they're the, gonna have to you you know, convince people that. How CV wallet. they're gonna have to Web3 they're gonna have to convince people that CV Wallet Web three is different than LinkedIn. And that means you can't just sell to debt. Debt. Just it to a company. Otherwise, you're just putting your resume and
3: profile. And I can't apply for a job on Indeed in with my LinkedIn profile. I can't
1: apply for a job
3: in all of these other places outside of Indeed, right? Profile. So you're talking about so you apply on
4: Indeed with my CV Wallet? Yeah,
3: I mean that's well, that's the whole thing is that if you can if you can create these things and LinkedIn doesn't create Indeed doesn't. Create, but you have a third party do it. The and they have these integrations with assessment companies whatnot. and whatnot. The the practicality thing of thing something like that happen, goes up like tremendously. As soon as indeed like builds something like that, you're gonna have half, market half the market not want to do it. Like most job boards will have apply with your apply to
4: if it (laughs) works but they (laughs) i mean they have it so i like i think bitcoin is beyond the promise of blockchain bitcoin Bitcoin is beyond any government government currency but you're missing it's it's, it's beyond your bank
3: indeed has a bunch of fake (laughs) ass profiles
1: Right, so, well, so what's
3: the difference between getting fake-ass, I mean, it's just, it's, it's one of those things, things where if something it's that's credentialed, that's something that is, you know, is real, and it's portable for us as a user, right? so it us just makes sense, right? So, there, is, right? so there's a messaging problem, a narrative problem, as you say, every week for Web3, blockchain, crypto, right? I agree 100%. They just need kick-ass marketing. So let's go back
2: to something you just said just popped in my head. So you go back and and we figure this out. Let's say the wallet becomes the new resume, and we have a better way than a LinkedIn profile. How do companies utilize that to hire people that, that, one is how do you verify the skills? You can build any resume. Well, they're
3: verified within the actual uh, assessments and the assessment vendors in your wallet.
2: If the assessments are measuring what's important. Well, I mean, I came from a or they're reputable. measuring or they're yeah. reputable. Yeah, right. But but people are still hiring. I came from this world. Yeah. I mean, people hire on personality and behavioral styles, and, which is sad. And all yes. These, right. Yes. Yeah. So how do you hire people that actually have the ability? One is the knowledge and the wisdom. Yes. And the ability to apply it. Yes. So I can take all the courses and skills and have 30 years of experience. But how do you verify that I actually could apply and I'm willing to apply? Two different
3: questions. Testing simulations. Those are the biggest. Those are the biggest keys, and they're they great. But they have to be part of the web. Oh god! Yeah. Porf- oh god! Yeah. Well, that's part so, of the credentialing. So you're part.
2: demonstrating yes. your ability. It's not that I just went to school and and I clicked this off and I had ten years exactly. of experience and I and I met
0: all and, my goals and, for ten and, yeah. years.
3: Yeah, and, and Jenny did all my tests for me. Yes. <laughs> so, right. so what?
0: So. We often you know Jenny in. Too. <laughs> she's from I think Block. she's friends with yeah, Charity, yeah. isn't she? She's friends with yeah, Charity. Yeah. Jenny's just short for generative AI, right? <laughs> that's right. So what we often say... Too smart, Iron. Like, <laughs> humans are still going to have, like, certain skills that AI can't do. I'm a little skeptical. I don't know I gotta how be honest. long, though. That's, that's, I, that's me, too. Yeah. So I'm just curious, from your guys' perspectives, what are those things that...
4: Nuance. Emotions.
2: I think that can be taught. So that, that's inter- and I can't remember Feelings? where it is. Yeah. I just read this yesterday. So you fate. can have compassion and, and <laughs> empathy.
4: I mean, granted, that's most of the girls I dated in college. I didn't care, and maybe most employers won't care. So
2: that's one of the concerns is that AI in the future will not, th- that we can't replicate human compassion and empathy. Yeah. But you can replicate the behavior. Yes. So, so I may not feel. It. But what's the difference, Because most Ira? people do it r- robotically now.
1: Yes, that's so, what I mean. So
2: you go, is how do I become more empathetic? It doesn't mean the person gives a shit uh, about yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. It's the reality is, is they act like they do. Yes, like so, most managers. And, and, then, and yes. then the person has to have the, the ability to discern, are they authentic or not? Yeah. Which most people don't have that ability <laughs> to discern it because, oh, he gave me a paycheck and he really likes me.
1: Uh, and he's a Browns fan, so he, he <laughs> must so, be foolish. Yeah. Right, because we had
2: something. Oh, have are you a Browns comment. fan? <laughs> I'm a Browns fan. Oh, oh, ho, 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 ho. you and <laughs> <went> Drew Carey. <laughs> yeah,
0: you
4: got something to say? Two of them. No, I'm a
0: Colts fan, so I'm in misery too. <laughs> hey,
2: I, I saw I saw Jim and met Jim so Brown so when I was about six. <laughs> oh, Jim so Brand. I was listening to a, a podcast the other day, yeah. and it
4: talked about military. Still it Talked about I military part. preparation, and it said that in military battles, or or um, like war games that AI will typically do whatever it takes to win the battle or the war yeah. so it will sacrifice soldiers in order t- for the big picture to win the ultimate prize which is the war whereas human beings would look at sacrificing people as maybe we shouldn't do that maybe there's another way yeah so to answer your question a little bit of like yes there is something to be said for human beings because we would look at that and say sacrificing humans isn't no, right. just Context, an algorithm. E- right. of, Elon must these be are people, AI then. These are people that yeah. live and breathe. Shall and we play a yeah, game? So, yes. So that's War my, games, baby. That's, I think there is still nuance to being a yeah. So here's uh, this is
2: interesting. Yesterday on in the way out here uh, on the shuttle, met guy
4: <coughs> looked like space shuttle. Of, yeah, no. <laughs> space shuttle. SpaceX. Sort
2: of, yeah. Parking shuttle. Um, Virgin Galactic. They went through the airport. Turns out he's a three-star general. Rocket. In, in charge. Are you it? In the head of the rocket? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and does it shoot you out when it gets to your destination? <laughs> Woody Allen stuff.
4: <laughs> Woody Allen. That was good. That was good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ira. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no worries. Go ahead. So, any, <laughs> so he oversees. I mean, he oversees um, one of the defense uh, uh, organizations uh, w- with the government. Three, three and a half tr- trillion dollars. 250,000 contracts. Um, I asked him, I said, hey, you want to be on the (laughs) podcast? He's retiring. I said, love to get you on the podcast, talk about what the future is. He said something like what you're using for AI. His answer was that they're not focused on AI. He says the biggest value that they see is business intelligence, is where where they're looking at AI is not in the strategy. Really? Is in analyzing all the data that they have to make better decisions Leading up to how, where do they invest their money? But yeah, it but is, I mean, it, that
3: would be ML and AI at the same point, right? Because right, you have but, all that but data not, to not grind. To, not
2: to how do you strategize. Well, but it's not about the human life. It, it's about how do we make better decisions yeah. about how many F 16s do we really need and what other, and, and who's the yes. best vendors and how do, we, how do we have higher quality. The answer and is they need more F And they're not even using it. that yet. They're not even at that level of using the business intelligence to the level it should be, and now we're we're already extrapolating out to uh, who's going to make that final decision about how many you know is this going to sacrifice more human lives? Mm-hmm. So we've we've got a long way to go, and and you know
4: as we always say, where's Matthew Broderick to- and his monkey <laughs> when you need him?
3: <laughs> Demtanya. That's drones, a great point, though. Drones on the battlefield—that's what clears up this entire conversation. Yeah, Boston
0: Dynamics <laughs> with the little dog robots. We're, we're
3: not. We're not. We're not. Wor- we're not worried about human lives when we got drones in the air and we got the little Boston Dynamic dogs with mach- with two forty M two forties on back. <laughs> What's rack?
4: the dog in New York City Police Department? Is it Rover? I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. police Pinch. dogs.
0: But I mean, that's a, that's a really fascinating point. With sometimes having. Like, we've got a ton of information, but we're really terrible as humans a lot of times at knowing what it's telling us and organizing and synthesizing. But and there's the so, much of, it. so much of it. Right. It's so much of it. We can't sit this The human it. capital reporting is a mess. Yeah. I mean, we just got into this a few weeks ago where there was a report that came out in February mm-hmm. on human capital metrics. Now, publicly traded companies are supposed to be disclosing this stuff. Yeah. And what, <laughs> what absolutely blew my mind of the S&P 500 companies, only 23% of them are still reporting anything on culture. And of the 23%, 50% of those, what they are reporting on culture, is an engagement survey that they do two times a year. Pulse. Yeah. Pulse survey. Yeah. So
3: And that's it. So they don't care what they don't care the culture in the first place. And but they
4: people never are our most valued resource. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> as resources long as white correct white males. <laughs> to be consumed. As long as they're white middle aged
3: males <laughs> 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 then they're our most valued resources. That's right. And heterosexual.
4: I mean, yes, yes. Don't forget that one.
3: Just the, the hypocrisy of corporate America, who says first and foremost that employees are the, the you know the most the most valued, right? And then there's like get your ass back into. We know that we know what you want is what you want, but we don't care. You were you were incredibly productive, but get back into the office, right? Uh, deib, the most important thing in the world. Oh wait a minute, let's go ahead and cut all the heads and deib, right? And diversity, equity. You know, inclusion and don't belonging. you dare
4: have a marketing campaign. Don't to you start. People. Don't
3: you start. <laughs> don't you dare put that face don't on you a Bud Light start, cam. Yes. Yeah. The trans community doesn't need to know about that beer. They don't and drink they say, beer. Come on, people. They don't drink beer. Yeah. And, and, and a great campaign, but then Anheuser Busch folded like a cheap card they table. They did. And that was on product. That wasn't even on on employees. So if they're gonna if they're gonna fold that quickly on product. They don't. They're not even thinking about employees. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they're not. They. It's, it's all just. It's all just fluff. What
0: I'm really hopeful for is with AI is that we're not going to get more data, but we're going to make better decisions with it. And so, imagining the day when there's going to be oh yeah. an AI agent sitting at the table in a boardroom and just look at board members and say, "That is a terrible idea. That's the stupidest thing I've heard today." And here's all the reasons why, based we need off of the data, data from Star Trek.
1: <laughs>
3: right <laughs>
0: right but being able to refute a lot of things that i think that often get conflated as fact but are strictly opinion or the ways that things have always been or the way that they've looked at data oh yeah i really hope that that there's going to be more objectivity that comes to it it's got to be we've got to get better than 23 percent of s&p 500 companies reporting anything on culture well, if you're going to say that you care we about can't people. even get
3: economy right we this we talk about as rules in economy is basic theory. It has nothing to do with rules at all. Our economics 101 that you go through in school is total bullshit. It's set, it, there's, they're talked about as laws and it's total theory, right? We can't even get the thing that's most important to us right. And then we want to think about, oh, wait a minute, employees, oh, okay, yeah,
0: no. But at least we learned how to square dance in high school, that's right? A yes, yeah. That's a good
3: point, yes, that's a good point.
0: You in square Indiana. danced
3: in high school. You had to of.
4: Broke dance, square danced. <laughs> I did it all. I did it all, baby. And he still does. I'll break out the running man right now. We're, we're live on camera. Well, well I,
3: I just pull out the piece of cardboard. That's what I want to <laughs> see.
4: Breaking two, Electric Boogaloo, the classic. Who else is hungry? Is it just me? No. I yeah. feel like the super fans sitting around the table. And I was Ruben. I could use a Ruben. 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 Ditka. Uh, it's time, time for
3: food and another beer, kids. Ira, Jason, thanks for inviting us out. This is what your What a show. pleasure. This no, been this been really.
0: Thank you for having us. What this yeah. a yeah. pleasure, Lily. Really. Okay. Rath okay. Skeller, we're going to have to do it more often.
4: Amen. Mon- Monumental meeting. geek skis And, and with that, Shad and another one <laughs> in the, in books, the can. Baby. Another beer on the way, and a Reuben is cooking in the kitchen. Oh, we Jesus. out. We out.
1: <laughs>